I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello, welcome back to the podcast where we continue to talk about paying attention. And as I'm recording this, I have had an interesting last evening and morning and feel like it is the perfect kind of thing to bring to you. So with that, my practice of paying attention comes to you today from last night when, well, let's back up yesterday. Yesterday, I was feeling real good. And there have been enough times in my life that I have felt really awesome during the day and I have crashed by the evening where I'm like, wow, if I'm feeling this high right now, then like the pendulum is going to swing and I'm going to be like super wasted. Like at some point here, I'm going to get tired. I'm going to like, if this emotional high of of feeling so good is, is happening, I'm, I'm, I'm in an a big experience zone. So I'm going to experience a broad range of feelings. So this podcast today is for those in particular who have ever told themselves that they are too much or not enough. (laughs) Please raise your hand if you have ever told yourself that you are too much, what you're doing is too much, etc., Or if perhaps you are not doing enough, have never been enough, won't be enough. Raise your hand. So yesterday, I am in this swing of of joy, exaltation. I felt like dancing. I was just feeling good. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love to dance and and be in this kind of, of joy, right? And and just because I'm in that space doesn't necessarily mean that I will always have like an emotional, um, an emotional kind of break in there as well. Um, break as in like break open as in like crying as in thinking, um, things that are just, you know, not maybe in the lane of this is so joyful. (laughs) Uh, because, you know, I think the hope is that I, I continually practice in a way that I can redirect myself, right? And we don't operate. We're not like robots. So we're not operating in the same state of mind always. So with this being said, I would like to share with you kind of my experience over the last, I don't know, 18 hours. Well, there was some sleep in between there. <laughs> <laughs> and how I am helping set myself up for success. So yesterday, last night, feeling good. Yesterday evening, 
I have my kids with me this week. So this is a kid week for me. The other, you know, every other week they're with their dad. We split time 50-50. Um, we have a great value system together. We've now been separated for three years. My kids are 16, 14, and 11 at this moment. And, and they're a lot of work <laughs> and, and it's hard. And, and the, emotional and mental capacity to meet them is sometimes a lot and, um, and, and they're moving bodies and all the things, right? And so I'm getting to like the middle of the week here and having been with them. And last night I was like, okay, I'm, I have to go to Target. I got a new mattress. I need to get new sheets for it. And we're out of toothpaste. And, um, and, you know, I need some creamer. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to Target. So my lover, um, I was like, hey, will you drive? He's he's driving. We go to Target. I am standing in the sheets aisle, y'all. And having this whole entire head talk of, okay, what sheets do I need to get? And I got this new mattress, which, oh my, oh my gosh. If you haven't bought a mattress in a second, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to spend some money on a mattress because... The mattress I have been using, I've been using for like basically almost the 12 years that I've lived here, just um, Portland, Oregon area here, and it has started to get the big divots of where people's bodies have laid because it, it's a big foam mattress. So given my pain issues that I've been dealing with, with my back and I'm a back sleeper, I was like, okay, it's new mattress time. So mattresses are not cheap. <laughs> So I, have, I bought a mattress. I'm actually bought a purple mattress. So you can Google that. What is a purple mattress? Look it up. Be amazed at technology and and you'll be with me. Okay, so I have bought this mattress. It arrived yesterday. I was like, okay, I need sheets. I'm standing there in the sheet aisle. And, you know, I kind of want to try linen sheets, but do I really need those sheets? And the other mattress is actually out in the loft now. And and that couch is in, in my son's room. And we're going to like bed couch it and we're gonna you know I'm just like doing all this wiggle around I say this because I'm standing in the sheet aisle and I'm having this conversation in my head about what do I actually need and where can I sacrifice different things and is this actually necessary and and what's actually most useful and 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 I think there's things that I want and then things that are practical and practical things often win. And I, I think that's for a lot of us, right? And as caretakers, as people who want to show up for other people, sometimes that is the case. And and then sometimes we buy something for us that's like not practical. That's what I think about with with buying jewelry, with buying jewelry in general and, and rings that I'm like, okay, wow, I bought myself a ring. That does nothing for anybody else. And and how that makes me feel. Um, and I would say that makes me, it makes it gives me a sense of power. Um, that's kind of interesting to be like, oh, I, I, I bought that for myself actually, because I wanted it. It's kind of like spending money on a massage. Um, we can go to the grocery store and spend some money on groceries and probably not all of which we needed. And it adds up to more than we planned on. And we're like, well, it's, you know, this is the grocery bill, right? But then how quick are we to dismiss maybe something where it serves just us? So all these kinds of conversations are in my head. I talk myself out of buying anything very expensive, which 
does make sense. And even with this day in between, I'm like, this is the right choice. I have other things I'm going to be wiggling around. I don't want to spend a lot of money on a pair of sheets right now, right? So I get a pair of flannel sheets for the mattress that is now in my loft. Super cozy, leaning it up against the wall. It's foamy. So it's like this perfect slant. Oh my gosh, I just want to curl up on there, watch a movie. Please come over. You're invited. <laughs> and driving home, I'm, but I was in this weird kind of headspace though too, where I'm like, okay, fine, just sacrifice. We're doing the things for the kids. And, and having some feels and all of a sudden, like just really dropped into this space where I was like, wow, I'm tired. And I said that I, I told my lover, I was like, you know, what? I am feeling really tired and anything that I'm going to be saying here is going to come out um, emotional in a way that is not going to be ge- very generous to myself. Um, and all of my feels at that moment were like, are you sure? I was like, are you sure you really want to be here with us? Like my, my kids are a lot and I'm a lot. And, and this is, you don't have to be here and do this, right? So I, I was giving this to, to him at this moment where I was like, wow, this is too much. This is too much to have a person come into. Um, this is too much for a person that they would want to be a part of. Um, my whole head talk right now, nobody, nobody needs this. And nobody needs to navigate my kids and their emotions and, whew, and helping them learn about privilege and helping them learn about um, teaching or being kind, teaching them to be kind to each other, right? And and how to show up in the world and be good humans. And it's just, it's all so much. And why would somebody want to do that? So I'm in this this kind of headspace. And in that question of like saying, wow, I am so much. <laughs> and the generosity of, of my lover where he's like, are you saying this because you want me to leave or because you actually are thinking that you are too much, you know, and, and really having this conversation of saying what you mean and meaning what you say. And I'm like, no, I really, I'm not, this isn't me trying to code talk to say, I want you to leave. This is me in an emotional space. And I know that I'm not going to speak in a way that's really what I think because I'm tired. And because When I have my kids, I'm up early and I'm up late. Some of my kids get up early for school. Some of them stay up later and I want to show up with them. And so I kind of hit this wall. So we get back, you know, put together the bed, put the new sheets on. I throw the other sheets in the washing machine because they needed to be washed. That was a piece of it. I just wanted to go to bed. I was like, nope, I will stay up. I will wash the sheets. I will dry the sheets. Then I will make the bed, right? So it's kind of a, a little bit of that combination. I stay up, I do the things, and I go to bed. This morning, wake up tired. Whew, tired. And get the kids ready and make the food. One kid didn't like breakfast. <laughs> the other kids... Uh, or surprise, I, I came down, they came down, and I was like, here's, here's the lunch things, here's the breakfast things, they're in high school, and I was like, here's your protein drink, and he's like, oh, wow, mom, you really, like, did all the things, like, and I was like, yeah, I, I know you, and they had to drive to an orthodontist appointment, so I was like, you have to go out the door, and then getting them out, and, and then they left, and I was just, then I, then it was that I will, will never be enough. 
It was all then centered. Like it's not on my kids. It was like, wow, I am trying and trying and trying to meet these kids. And uh, three very different personalities and heavens like so grateful that I had not have more children. <laughs> um, I remember in my Mormon days, uh, there's a lot of people who have a lot of children and, and some, right. There's, there's, there's quite a few large families within the Mormon religion. And I remember somebody saying, Oh, well, once you have three, then four is no different as if that was a ploy to get me to have more children. But instead I was like, well, I'm going to stop at three then <laughs> if it's the same. Cause we all know that it's not the same. Right. So they leave and I'm thinking about how hard it is to meet them and, and how fast time is going and how they're gone for so much of the day and how independent and separate from my parents that I felt at their age and how, you know, this, this is the peak experience of having kids is, is here is now it is exactly where I am. And, and in a couple of years, it will all be very, very different. And I was feeling like this overwhelming sense of like never being enough, like I'm never going to be enough. And, and I look around my house and I'm like, okay, I will do the dishes from last night. <laughs> and I'm looking around at the things I'm like, I will never be able to have enough of me to like do all the projects, to do all the things, to be able to serve in all the ways that I want to. And I think about business, I'm like, man, there's not enough of me in this way and not enough of me in this way. And this is where I was this morning. And if that is filling you with anxiety in your body, I get it. <laughs> and let's move through that. <sighs> so last night, I was too much. And this morning I was too little. <laughs> and my lover came downstairs and, and I was like having this moment. I was like, I just need to go upstairs for a minute. And he's like, what is bringing up the emotion? Cause he could see me. I was just like, I was kind of just starting to cry. He's like, what's, what's bringing this up? It was very kind and very patient. And I was like, I just need to go upstairs for a minute. He went upstairs into my bathroom. And I think a piece of, of cleaning and organizing my house and going into fall here. I'm like, okay, this is the perfect time. We're at home. Let's, let's get things visually organized. It helps my head internally to see order externally as well. And now I'm in my bathroom. I'm putting some things away. I go in my closet, I'm folding some clothes, and I just start crying in my closet. And just standing there, and I mean, crying is such a beautiful release. It's not something that, um, you know, sometimes it feels like you want to cry, but you can't. And, and sometimes it's just right there, and you're like, okay, let's, let's do this. And it's a gift to watch my kids and watch them, how they process and how I know how crying has impacted me and allows me release and how I can encourage that in them and be like, yeah, cry. You feel better afterwards, don't you? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, it's just, sometimes it's as simple. <laughs> it's as simple as letting yourself cry and everything gets better afterwards. I mean, you know, asterisks on that, like there's sure there's still shit to do and there's still things we're going, we're going for. Right. But 
but there's there like the pressure valve is off and and I cried for a second and I was like okay Bonnie because when you talk to yourself you gotta talk to yourself it's Bonnie talking to Bonnie so I'm like okay Bonnie you're right you're right there will always be something more to do there will always be, be something that you have not done yet And in that way, you can say that you will never be enough and you're not enough. You can always say that. That is true. And you're doing some other things, right? And if by focusing on the things that you will never be able to do, is that focusing on what is existing or what doesn't exist? So what is true? What is real? And you know, I've always thought of myself as a, as a glass half full type of person. And, and I like the idea that it's the focus on what actually exists. And that's the half full. <laughs> like the other stuff doesn't even exist in there. Like, why would I focus on something that doesn't exist? So what does exist? What am I doing? How am I showing up? I am in so many other places and ways and sharing my joy. And and that was the piece that I turned to. I was like, this is, this (laughs) is not helping your joy. And your joy is important and it's contagious. And it is something that is vital in everything that you do. And by focusing on, this is all my self-talk and focusing on what doesn't exist is ruining your joy. And that's not going to help anything. So this is my self-talk. This is my process. Yours might be very different. But my guess is that at some point in time, you have maybe told yourself the story that you are too much or not enough. And that you would never be anything but those things. And I just want to let you know that you're not alone. And then in my like continued figuring out what the hell I'm doing and, and what this life is and, and how I'm leading and how I can do it better. I can do it with more intention, more impact, more ability to meet others, my children, my lover, my friends, those people that I serve within like the yoga community, my peers, the clients that I have, the teachers that I work with, the students that 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 connect with me, the, the friends that reach out that are saying, yes, I am here. I am not leaving. My mom, my dad, my sister, my brothers, all these people. So I just want to let you know that you are enough, that you aren't too much, and that your joy is really important and that when you focus on what is and where you are and how you are existing and what you are doing that is what will help you move forward otherwise you will be stuck you will be stuck and unable to move and it will be overwhelming everything will feel overwhelming Your joy will not have room to breathe if you focus on what does not exist and how you are not. 
wherever you are, bring a hand to your heart. Take a breath with me. However it is that you are showing up in the world, I hope that you pay attention. If this is truly the practice of yoga, if this is truly the practice is just being human, <laughs> that's what the practice is, right? Then it's these small moments, it's these times where we're like, ooh, this is a this is a feeling I have. And for me, I'm like, ooh, it, it definitely gets gets triggered. That that happens when I'm tired. And I know that about myself, so I can pay attention and be like, okay, the stories in my head are this, and this is a reason why this is probably happening, and this is how I need to talk myself, talk to myself in order to create a shift. If you want to want something different, you have to do something different. And that starts with even the way that you talk to yourself. So let's be a conversation that lets you know that you're not alone and that you have the tools inside you to help yourself move forward and reconnect with your joy. I hope you find those people around you that can help you and support you and love you, not despite these parts of you, but because of them. I'm sending you big love. Oh, be great. Have the best day of your life. Mwah.